Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee emphasized the experience of Christ as life and the practical oneness of the believers. He was unbending in his conviction that God's goal is not narrow sectarianism, but the body of Christ. Through his messages in these life studies, he stressed the importance for us to grow in life and to function as Christians so that the body can build itself up. We're happy to bring you recorded portions from his ministry today, along with some of our own thoughts. And we welcome your comments and questions. You can reach us toll-free at 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Now let's join today's program. You probably remember the story of Moses coming down from Mount Sinai after having been in God's presence when he received the Ten Commandments. His face was shining so brightly that he had to put a veil over it before he encountered the rest of the children of Israel. That shining was the outward reflection of God's glory, a shining reflected off of Moses' face. But as marvelous as that shining was, in Second Corinthians, Paul calls it a fading glory, and rightly so, because in a very short time it was gone from Moses' face. Actually, this shining represents the glory of the Old Testament ministry, a ministry of, as Paul called it, death and condemnation. No wonder this glory fades. But the New Testament ministry that Paul declares to us in 2 Corinthians is more in glory, an unfading, eternal, surpassing glory that shines not just upon us, but even out from within us as the New Testament ministers. And a New Testament minister in the studio with us today, Dick Taylor. Good to have you, Dick. Thank you, Chris. It's good to be a New Testament minister where the glory shines out from within us. Dick, let's talk about glory for a minute. It's a, a term that has all kinds of religious trappings. And to bring it back to, you know, the real essence of the term, it's a marvelous term because it's very much related to God's expression, isn't it? That's right. In fact, glory means God expressed. And uh, surely, in the Old Testament, there was some expression of God there on Moses' faith. Uh, this glory came upon him, but like you mentioned, it was temporary and it faded away. But praise the Lord, in the New Testament, we see that the glory is a person who comes into us to saturate us, soak us, fill us, and to permeate us with himself as glory, that the shining would be from within to without for the sake of his testimony. Wow. Dick, this portion in 2 Corinthians, now we've seen something about the ministry of the New Testament. It's triumphant characteristic. Here we are, a train of vanquished foes in the victory of Christ. And his victory is our defeat. And what a glorious defeat because all of our natural uh, naturalness has been defeated in this uh, in this victory of his ministry. Amen. But this this section of Second Corinthians is more focused on the ministers of the New Testament mm -hmm. and what qualifies them, equips them to be the real conveyors of the New Testament ministry. Amen. And so it's in this context that Paul now brings us to this uh, comparison mm -hmm. between the glory of the old covenant and the glory, the surpassing glory of the new covenant. Amen. All right, let's look at a couple of verses in Second Corinthians three, verses seven and eight. 
Moreover, if the ministry of death engraved in stone in letters came about in glory, so that the sons of Israel were not able to gaze at the face of Moses because of the glory of his face, a glory which was being done away with, how shall the ministry of the New Testament not be more in glory? Amen. So the Old Testament ministry came about in glory, but the New Testament ministry, it says, will be in glory. Amen. Let's join Witness Lee. Chapter 2, verse 12. Through chapter 3, verse 11, gives us the different aspect concerning the uh, ministry of the new covenant. It firstly tells us how triumphant it is. Right? Then it tells us it functions in the way to inscribe living letters of Christ. Now, we come to see its glory. The uh, writing substance is something inward. The glory is something outward. In other words, writing substance is hidden, but the glory is expressed. The New Testament ministry has the glory. And this glory is higher. It's much better than that glory of the old covenant ministry. So, Paul says, if the ministry of the old covenant came in glory, Paul's using of the word is very careful. Let me point out to you. Talking about the glory of the Old Testament ministry, Paul uses this kind of expression, came in glory. Came in glory. Then, in verse 8, when he talks about the new covenant ministry, he says, be in glory. Why he changed the word came to be? I tell you, to come is a temper matter. But to be is deeper and is permanent. The old glory just came. And the new glory is here. What was on Paul's heart was that the glory of the Old Testament ministry was just a temper thing. But the glory of the New Testament ministry is a remaining matter. This matter remains forever. Once it is here, it remains forever. But something to come, once it came, then for a while it went away. Dick, really all three uh, segments of our program today are going to be involved with this comparison of these two glories associated with these two ministries or two covenants, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The first thing he points out, which we just very briefly mentioned in our introduction, this glory associated with the Old Testament was something that came. Mm -hmm. the, the glory in the New Testament is, it remains. Compare these for us. Yeah, I like these two words, Chris. Came 
and B. Of course, Cain, referring to what happened with Moses, and you can see it was a temporary matter. Even the glory came upon him, but eventually that glory faded. And uh, then the Apostle Paul was very bold to call that ministry the ministry of death <laughs> and uh, and condemnation. So indicating that it was a temporary matter. It was not something to carry out and accomplish God's purpose. On the other hand, he uses the word be for the new covenant ministry, which means it exists eternally in glory. Wow. <laughs> and is a person. It's not just a temporary visit of glory, but it's a person who is glory, exists in glory, and even is glory. And I, I was thinking, Chris, of uh, when the Lord took Peter, James, and John up to the mount on yes. Matthew 17. Right. And what happened, There was he was transfigured, but then miraculously Moses is there and Elijah. And there is Moses representing the Old Covenant. Yeah. Well, they thought this was still something really wonderful. They'd heard, you know, that... It came about in glory. <laughs> they didn't realize this matter of be in glory. They didn't realize who they were really before when they were before the transfigured Christ. So the Peter uh, does what? He says, let's set up a tabernacle for all three. And the Father is extremely offended. They all fall on their face. And when they look up, they saw no one but Jesus only, indicating that old covenant is gone. That's the one that came about in glory. But the one that exists forever in glory is the Lord Jesus Christ because he is glory. He is God's expression. I believe that's a clear illustration of came about and be. Wow. So I just appreciate so much that Christ himself is the very one who is the existence of glory and even is glory for eternity. Dick, if uh, our listeners recall, if they were with us um, back when we were going through the Old Testament book of uh, Exodus, when the law was given, we had some marvelous speaking there, how the law was really a portrait or a photograph mm. of God himself. It was really a, a portraying of what kind of person God is. Right. So as a description of God, as a portrait, an outward reflection or picture of God, there is a certain degree or kind of glory associated with that, isn't there? There really is. You could even have a photo that's very glorious, yeah. but it, and it's maybe of a person. But when that person comes, and when that person is there, what do you want? Do you want the photo, or do you want the real person? We don't want just a photo of that person. We want the person himself. Sorry to say, this is what even we as Christians, we may treasure a photo rather than Jesus Christ himself. Aren't you glad, Chris, that this ministry always exalts Christ? And here we see him as the reality of glory itself. So he is God expressed. Hallelujah. In the new covenant, we have the ministry that is in glory. Dick, uh, you made this strong statement a moment ago. I mentioned it in our opening today. The old covenant was a covenant or a ministry that had two things associated with it as far as we're concerned. From God's side, of course, it was holy and righteous and a perfect reflection of who God is. For us, the old covenant became a ministry of death mm -hmm. and condemnation. Right. We see that in the next couple of verses in this context, whereas there's a real contrast Amen. with the new covenant and Amen. what that brings us to. 7, 8, and 9, and 10, and I've kind of excerpted them here a little bit to make them... Uh, a little shorter. Moreover, if the ministry of death, 
came about in glory, how shall the ministry of the Spirit not be more in glory? We read those. For if there is glory with the ministry of condemnation, much more the ministry of righteousness abounds with glory. For also that which has been glorified in this respect has not been glorified on account of the surpassing glory. Dick, this glory is abounding, it's surpassing, it is more, and it's in a constant eternal state, isn't it? Amen. Here's Witness Lee once more. Paul gives us a strong comparison. The ministry of death, and then the ministry of what? It should be the ministry of life, right? But Paul didn't use the term the ministry of life. Rather, the ministry of the Spirit. Because without the Spirit, the life has no source, the life has no sphere, the life has no element. So, he chooses the best expression. Spirit! Versus death. Now, verse 9. If the ministry of condemnation came in glory, much rather the ministry of righteousness abounds in glory. Abounds means what? Increases. It increases. It's going up. It's spreading. You know, now in this room, all the lights are bright. Suppose... We take off all the walls, only leaving the columns there to support the ceiling. And the sunshine comes in. When the sunshine comes in, all this light become what? Become nearly no light. To compare the Old Testament mintigori with the New Testament mintigori, that old one, seems no light, no glory. Verse 10, For that which has been glorified has not been glorified in this respect on account of the surpassing glory. The old has been glory came. And now he used another word, glorified. Paul was very careful. He was glorified because when Moses came down from the mountain, which it can shine on his face. My, all those children of Israel, look at that shining. No doubt, that was a glorification. But listen, the old covenant ministry was glorified. Little while. But it never had the glory. You see, that glorification compared with the surpassing glory it becomes nothing. Just like the shining, the shining of uh, all these tubes compared with the sunlight, this becomes nothing. Can you see this? Dick, uh, comparing these two levels of glory, the Old Testament or the Old Covenant glory with the New Covenant glory, it is a comparison on the one hand, but on another hand, it's not as if uh, it's just, well, this is a little brighter, so we'll take this one. The surpassing, the abounding glory really just dismisses altogether the old glory, doesn't it? It really does. Like that illustration of the yeah. lights? 
if you have even the brightest lights on, yet you could remove the walls and allow the sunshine to come in fully, it's like there were no lights on at all. The only light around is the sunshine. Yeah. So it's not like even they can be compared. <laughs> there is really only one unique ministry, and that's the New Covenant ministry, and that is a ministry of glory. And, and I like these words, don't you, Chris? Uh, more abounding and surpassing. Yes. This New Covenant ministry is much more. It's abounding and it's surpassing. I, I was thinking of... Uh, you know, First Corinthians talks about the all-inclusive Christ, Chris, and it mentions one of the items of Christ in First Corinthians two eight is he's called the Lord of Glory. That's right. <laughs> and then in Second Corinthians three, it says, uh, "Whenever the heart shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away." And then it says, "And the Lord—that's the Lord of Glory. The Lord is the Spirit." Yes. And the ministry of the New Covenant is called the ministry, ministry of, the, of the, spirit, the Spirit, or the ministry of righteousness. And the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit is, there is freedom. Then it gets into verse 18, which we'll touch uh, soon, and that is that we can experience this wonderful Lord of glory by turning to the Lord, who is the Spirit within our spirit. So the thing that I really appreciate here, Chris, is that the glory here is more it's abounding, it's surpassing, because it is the Lord himself, who is the Lord of glory, who today is the Spirit, and who is the righteousness. When you have him, you have the new covenant ministry, which is more abounding and surpassing in glory. Dick, and uh, as we've pointed out already, we'll look at a little more in this final segment today. But this original, this initial glory of the old covenant, a marvelous, an expression in the sense of God, the shining upon the face of Moses, but it was a fading glory. Verse 11 says, For if that which was being done away with was through glory, and being done away with could also be translated as fades, right? right? Mm -hmm. Much more that which remains is in glory. Amen. And the hope of the gospel of the New Testament, the gospel of the glory of Jesus Christ, is that this glory is a remaining glory. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go back to Witness Lee for our final segment. The old glory was shining only upon one man's face. The New Testament glory is shining not upon, but from within millions of believers. And the old glory only came to visit Moses for a short time. But the new glory, once it comes, it never goes. Once it comes, it remains. And it remains forever. Yes, it shines. It also shines. But it does not shine upon on the surface of the human being. You know, to shine upon the the skin on the face, that is just to shine on the surface of the human being. But the new glory shines from within. Shines from within our being. It doesn't come to visit. It comes to invade. It comes to pervade. It comes to uh, permeate, to saturate, Amen. to soak you. Then to shine from within you. The old glory was shining 
and Moses' face just by itself. Moses didn't shine. But the New Testament glory shines from within, with us. It shines between me. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the New Testament ministry. It is much, much superior. Dick, I think of all of the aspects of the comparison, I like this one the best. This Old Testament glory was something that was shining upon the face of Moses, but the quality of the New Testament glory is altogether different, isn't it? really is. It's kind of like with Moses, it's like the glory was the glory, Moses was Moses, and the glory just kind of hit Moses and was reflected from Moses. But the New Covenant ministry is the ministry of Christ himself as the life-giving spirit who is the Lord of glory coming into us. And I like 1 Corinthians six seventeen, don't you, Chris? He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. You could say, he who is joined to the Lord of glory is one spirit. Now we are permanently, eternally joined with this wonderful Christ who is the Lord of glory, who is the life-giving spirit in our spirit. And now... As we open to him day by day, especially by calling on his name, oh, Lord Jesus, expressing our love to him, Lord, I really love you today. I tell you what happens is he invades. Yes. (laughs) He saturates. He permeates. He soaks. He fills us with himself as glory. Then, as our brother mentions, the New Testament glory is the glory shining from within us and with us. Wow. Not just something that's being reflected from us as it hits us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the New Covenant, the glory and the believers become one. And that's God's desire in his economy, is that he, with his people, could be mingled and blended and incorporated one inside the other so that we could be his counterpart for his satisfaction and love. We could be his expression for his testimony for eternity. So praise the Lord for this New Testament ministry, which really makes clear the distinction between the New Covenant glory and the Old Covenant glory and brings us to the Lord himself, who is the Lord of glory, who is the life-giving spirit who joined within us. And now we participate in this ministry just by loving him, calling on him, enjoying him in the word, even enjoying him in this message. And what happens? He invades He pervades, he saturates, he soaks, he fills, he mingles and makes us absolutely one with him so that the glory is now not only shining from within us but also shining with us because he and we have become one. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. (laughs) Mm. He who he called, he also glorified. Amen. Right? That's right. As this uh, glory is uh, invading, pervading, permeating, saturating, and soaking us. We're being glorified, Dave. That means it'll be one day impossible to separate us from glory. Absolutely. Wonderful word today, wasn't it? Praise the Lord. Marvelous word. Well, stay in the uh, invading, permeating, saturating, Amen. soaking Amen. glory, Dick. Amen. You too, Chris. <laughs> Amen, brother. It's always an enjoyment to have you here, but it's uh, it's more than that. Uh, we got uh, a touch of glory today. We surely did. Okay, you can call us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY, 888 888- 543 3788 
or write to us at Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Or if you want to send email, just address it to radio at lsm.org. Well, Dick, come back and see us as soon as you're able. I look forward to that. Thank you so much. And for Dick Taylor, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for listening today. You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Whether you're hearing this program via radio, online, or as a podcast, you'll find hundreds of audio studies just like this one by visiting our website, lsmradio.com. We also hope you'll email us with your questions or comments, radio at lsm.org, or call us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Thanks for listening.